why they don't let us in public. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm going to pee my pants and it's going <laughs> all over my, my home You're fat. You so drink anyone Maybe if you show a little bit of cleavage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss. I just don't understand why you don't have I would money. money. I would marry you. You're a tequila you're lover. A you're a party. party. You're the Chargers. I don't get your Welcome to your Such a Catch. I'm your host, Erin. But last week I didn't go by Erin. I was in Mexico City last week. So I went by my alias, Maria Vamanos. <laughs> it was so much fun. I joined a mariachi band. Well, not really. I just posed for a picture and pretended. And I also got to see my Chargers play in Monday Night Football. They lost. Oh my goodness, it's so hard being a Chargers fan. But it was still a lot of fun. Thankfully, I made it back from Mexico City in one piece. Telling you, the struggle is real. I've never been so grateful to have hot water, to walk down the street and not have to grip my purse for dear life, and for plumbing. (laughs) I also love that I can pee again for free. Every time I went to the bathroom, it cost me five pesos. Come on, I mean, we were drinking micheladas by like the bucket full, the gallon, I don't know. Once you break the seal, you're in trouble. And they have the cutest little girl sitting out front of the bathroom. She's probably like five years old and she's handing you like two squares of toilet paper. Come on, who wipes with two like squares, single ply? I can have as much TP as I want now that I'm back in the States, it's so great. And while I was gone the whole time, I have to admit, I was stressing a little bit. Why? So if you're tuning in for the first time, my gay husband, A.A. Ron, he was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. And see, my friend Hope, she had this idea that Aaron could take over one of my dating apps for a couple of weeks and set me up on a blind date. And then he'd come back on the pod, which is what's happening today. And we'd talk about the date. Well, Aaron accepted that challenge, and he's been running my hinge for, we can't remember how long. It's been at least two weeks, maybe three. But what I learned is having to travel for work, then coupling that with traveling for fun, really didn't leave Aaron a lot of time to set me up on a date. I think we counted, and it was like, actually, there were six days that I had available to make it work. So that, to me, was a little bit stressful. So one thing I learned for me in my real dating life, you know, as I take back over the apps myself, is that I really need to focus on giving myself some free time to maybe fill with dates or prospective dates. (laughs) So Sombrero's off to Aaron because he took this exercise so seriously. If you're a single person and you're out there using a dating app or dating apps, you know that online dating is a shit ton of work. So Aaron doing this, kudos to him. Thank you, Aaron. You put your blood, sweat, and tears into this, and um, I really appreciate it. (laughs) So now that I've gone on this date and the experiment is over, quote unquote, I've opened up Hinge and I've seen the matches that he's made and the conversations, well, the matches that haven't deleted me. (laughs) And I will say he does sound like me. 
He's funny, he's quirky, he does a great job engaging the men, which is like half the battle because once you match, like getting somebody's attention quickly is harder than you think. I mean, half the time you get ghosted and honestly, I'm like, why did you match with me if you had no intentions of talking to me? And then the other half has the exact opposite. They wanna be like long-term pen pals. They have no desire to meet up. They just wanna like communicate when they're lonely. And ain't nobody got time for that. Not Aaron and not Erin. <laughs> so before we dive into the episode, I want to make sure you're following me at You're Such a Catch on all social media platforms. And if you need eyes on my gay husband, the matchmaker behind my love life these past few weeks, you can find him at Vikandoa. It looks like Vicodin, well, with an A on the end. So it's V-I-C-O-N-D-O-A. He doesn't post frequently, but he sends a bunch of memes all day, and that's honestly his love language, so that's how I know I'm loved, and I ain't mad at it. I love the memes he sends me. But I will say, Aaron is a little bit different of a matchmaker than, you know, like a Patty Stinger. She would say two drink maximum. Aaron would say two drink minimum. Patty would say no sex before monogamy. Aaron would say, mind your business. <laughs> Today's the day that everybody's been waiting for. You want to know why? Because Aaron's here. <laughs> he is back. <laughs> and everybody has been begging me for like the last two weeks to let them know like what's been going on since you took over my dating app. And why Struggles don't you real. tell them? Struggles real. So... As most of you guys know, and if you don't know, now you know, I took over her Hinge dating app. Mm -hmm. So here's the premise, right? I was going to take over a dating app, act like I was her, and basically catfish people. But you weren't catfishing. But I wasn't catfishing. Because I I was going to be the one to show up. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of was catfishing because I would have, you know, a five-day conversation, and then once it got too complicated i'll give him her phone number and then yeah she'd but pick we up had to come up with that plan because at first you were trying to be the go-between and it wasn't and it was working so hard and it was it's like not- a cock block with a door <laughs> like it just didn't make any sense <laughs> but i get it because like one thing i've really learned through this whole process is how limited my schedule is I am so glad we gave ourselves two weeks to have this date. Had we only given ourselves one week, I mean, that wouldn't have worked because three days I was up north for work, five days I was in Mexico. What's 14 minus eight? (laughs) I'm not sure. Six, six. But at at the end of the day, you have six days. So, but like straight people are so different than gay boys. Like we talk to someone on the app and the next thing, 10 minutes later, you hear a they're on your fucking doorstep. Like, it's just so easy. Right. Straight dating changed my mind on what the struggle is and why everybody is single today. Right. If you're not willing to be, as Zara stated in the last episode, ready to be bold mm-hmm. and front forward and owning who you are, 90% of women and men are not that person. So unless you're that person, Zara, you're never going to You're never, never going to get to the you're date, never gonna right? You're never going to make the actual date, or you're never going to get to the name, let alone the date. Oh, my gosh. So tell me a little bit about your thought process when you were just swiping. Okay. So I I looked at this from a different lens because Erin has a very specific man, I guess you say, of, of her dreams, I would say, right? So she wants an African-American guy, a black guy. want a guy. unicorn. You call it a unicorn. I call it the unicorn. Just so she like wants, that one. She wants a black guy. That has no kids, is able to party, but is also stable and has a good job, 
and has no baggage, right? So regardless of race, it's a fucking unicorn because we're not 20 years old anymore. True. So that's the reality. So what I did is I looked at it from a different perspective. I set an age limit of 35. Okay. I set no racial criteria. Okay. I set a parameter as far as distance. So there were some guys I was talking to down in San Diego, which is, you know, it's a little further out, but she wants everybody to be within five mile radius. And I hate to tell you. She is me, by the way. Yeah, yeah. She, Aaron, mind you. I'm looking at her and trying to talk to this in third person. So mind your business. Um, so let me just say, I wanted to think outside the box. So I was talking to white guys. I was talking to Hispanics, Middle Easterns, black guys as well. But I think I had more success in the conversation world with Middle Easterns and white guys. Interesting. Um, okay. I, I also found that judging somebody off of their posted professional title is bullshit, right? Because this guy told me he was a CEO and I was all excited because he's a black guy. He lived in North Redondo. Everything was like going well. And I go, well, what kind of company do you run? I own a car wash company. I'm all, bitch, you got free car washes for life. Like, so you can't look at that as a criteria. You just got to make sure that they're actually employed. So I went with that, that approach and it's a fucked up world. The way straight people date is very rough because if you don't answer the guy within like five minutes after I'm asking a question, delete you. he'll fucking block you. Like, uh huh. It's crazy. That is uh-huh. rude. That's like throwing a drink in someone's face. Like, girl, I'm sorry. So I got one guy who told me you're taking too long to answer. And I said, unlike you I actually work, I got <laughs> shit to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I, I went but back it's to real. It's a true story. It's like, okay, I have a life outside of a dating app. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And like anybody who doesn't, who's just like really quick to reply and, has a full open schedule. And they're a CEO. Yeah, mm. I don't think that's like Girl, the way to in go between either. Car washes. Yeah. Yeah. No. But okay, so you match with the guy. So on hinge, either the guy or the girl can write first. So which approach did you take? Were you like the aggressive one? I was the aggressor. So and for those of you guys who know me who are listening, I'm all bark and no bite. So <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm the aggressor, I'm the initiator, but the reality is, is my introverted husband is always the aggressor, right? So I took this as kind of like a challenge as far as my own personal growth at the same time, because I would always say, hey, Richard, how are you? Have you seen any games today? Or whatever it was, I was the initiator, 100%, and I was always the person that liked the photos. So if this guy had six photos, and one was his face, and the other five were his body, and the body was amazing... I didn't like the body photo because I wanted... Ha- I, you I liked like- the body photo. You didn't let him know you liked the body photo. Correct. I liked right. it personally, but I didn't like it on through the app because I want to have some type of substance to myself and not think that I'm just there for dick. Ultimately, yeah. I mean, that was the end game. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But ultimately, it was... It's a challenge and people can lie and upload their own photos. And That's true. I'm catfishing somebody, so who? how do I not know that somebody else is not catfishing oh, me, for right? Sure. For sure. I totally agree with that. I think one thing that I found was super funny, and this has never happened to me, and I've had Hinge since I've known Hinge has been available, so at least like a year and a half or so, is that every day you ran out of likes, and you ran Ooh. out of likes early. Like 9 a.m., girl. 9 I was on the hunt. Yes. I was like, ooh, he's being very frivolous with his likes. He's just, he's like Oprah. Everybody gets a like, everybody gets a like. Nope. But then. Pull it back, girl. I know. Mm. So I did a very good job. I, I didn't go on the app. I didn't look at anybody's profiles. I didn't want to be swayed in any way. However, I had a lot of friends who wanted to know what he's talking as if he's you. Who is he matching with? Who is he talking to? And so I did let a few friends 
Laura, Catherine, Caitlin, they all looked at my hinge and they also saw who you were talking to. The best part is they told me, you sound just like me. Well, yeah. So I had to play the game, right? Like I was from Reading. I went to school in San Diego. I'm a blonde. Do you even know what school I went to in San Diego? Point Nazarene. Oh, very good. Yeah, Point yeah. Loma, yeah. Point Loma. Okay. So not as dumb as I look. For those of you guys who don't know me, <laughs> I look stupid, but I'm really smart. Um, so <laughs> no, but like I had to play the role. So here's where I got stuck is because everyone sees her hinge profile and it's all sports related, essentially. In is front it? Of, do you think it's too sports related? No, 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 no. I thought it was fun. Okay. But as a queer, I don't know anything about sports. Like, right. I, I have teams that I follow only because I like their colors, not because I like their schedules or That's players why you like the Broncos. Sorry, I love orange. So oh that's a real thing. It's better you than the Browns, off. girl. Oh, my God. Uh, just saying. <laughs> I got a point there. Um, so <laughs> so what would happen was I would get into the weeds with, with sport talk, and I was finding myself removing myself from the conversation, having to go to Google because I didn't know how to answer these people in an intelligent way because I knew if I if it, the conversation did branch out to where I had to give up your phone number, you were going to pick up that sport conversation because I knew you, but I couldn't make it sound like you're a stupid bitch up front. Like we had to, we had to cover that ground. So right, right. I got into a lot of sports conversations and I felt really stupid 90% of, of the time. Aww. But I also learned but a lot. But I thought that was so sweet because I told you, I said, you don't have to talk about sports with them. And you wrote, like we were texting and you wrote me back and you're like, no, because sports are important to you. And I was well, like, yeah. that's so sweet. You know, just saying, I know. Do you feel like you've gained some sports knowledge? Do you feel like I, you're, I gained some sports knowledge. Are you a charger? fan now? Um, I've been watching the Chargers game. I saw you guys lose in Mexico City because I knew you oh were there. Gosh. But I was also talking to Stacy that whole time as we well. We were. And we were going back and forth. And Shout I was out like, to Stacy. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, struggle's real right now. <laughs> like, how'd you fuck that up? How do you turn over four times in the same game? Oh my God, Aaron, two weeks um, in a row. Two weeks. And that was two weeks in a row. Seven freaking picks. I can't take it. You have one job. Okay, you're 37. You're my age. He has, Mr. Nine, Rivers. He has nine kids. Nine, put your dick away. <laughs> Get a color TV. Like, what's wrong with you? Nine children? He has nine children. So, yeah. hold on. We're off track. I know. I saw squirrel. squirrel and I just ran with it. That damn thing is going for. I'm trying to get my nut. So. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyways, let's go back to this dating thing. So, if you open up the app, uh-huh. I got blocked probably by 60% of the people I was talking to because they would ask stupid questions uh-huh. and I would blow them out because I don't got time for that shit. So, right. you know, like... Well, what, you did what, tell me about the one guy that you asked to send a shirtless photo. Oh, I did. Okay, also... I was hoping for dick pics. I'm not going to lie, you guys. I had my own <laughs> ammo. You had your own agenda? I got no dick pics at all. <laughs> but they weren't... So this is one thing I didn't know. I did not know that on Hinge you could send a photo through Hinge. I assumed that when this guy sent you a shirtless selfie... It was to your phone number, or but it on wasn't. his profile. No, 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 I never gave anybody my own phone number. Okay, two things would happen, right? What would, ha- what would happen? <clears throat> I could probably give a better blowjob, so they would stay with me. <gasps> and two, my husband might get mad. <laughs> True story. True story. In the uh, second one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Squirrel again. Grandma B. Um, oh my god, I love my grandma. Okay, so um, anyway, so. I never gave out my, my phone number personally, but I did exchange photos through the app. 
And so what does that look like? Because you. I don't know what that looks like. So if I if I were to send a photo to somebody, does it go away? Is it always there? Is it's it in, in the, the chat history. But in, if in the actual photo stays, it remains. Correct. So it's, I could go look at the shirtless selfie of this man, or did he delete? He you? blocked me. Oh, he blocked you. Why he did he block you? Aaron. Because he sent me the photo and I wouldn't mm -hmm. send one back. And he was just like, are you just like all the other girls? And I was like... <gasps> That's what he said to and you? And I said, it's it's a really shallow person like yourself that is sending me a shirtless pic and hoping that you get some tits back. Right. And he was like, excuse me? And I was like, go fuck yourself. Uh -huh. Literally. And then... Two seconds later, it's like was this gone. conversation yeah. is deleted, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, so that's the guy that you want to make sure didn't have a lot of hair, right?" Correct. So, <laughs> okay. So, side note here: Aaron does not like hair on a man at all. Like, no. likes it on their head, but doesn't like a beard, not a hairy chest, no hairy legs or arms. So that was also another challenge. I was just thinking, like, okay, I'll do a GoFundMe for a wax for this guy. <laughs> like, you know, looking at them. So let's get to the to the fun part, right? Well, so before we get there, I want to talk about the one date you did set me up on and I didn't go oh, on. Okay, okay, hold on. I pulled a straight up cunt move. So we're talking about Zach, right? Oh, I wasn't talking oh, about where Zach. Were you talking I, about? I was talking about Henry. Oh, so okay, let's go well, there first. And we'll go, go, we'll go to Zach. Yeah, yeah. So I find this African American guy. He's only 31. He's a black guy, but he okay. is sexy as hell. And so I'm talking to him. We're going back and forth like three or four days. I even talked to him while I was flying because I, I logged on to the app while I was flying. With through why, why don't you tell the listeners what you told him to do? Do you even remember what you told him to do? Nope. You told him to listen to the podcast. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. So if you're listening, Henry, <clears throat> which we think you're a catfish. Um, so... I told you to listen to the podcast. So mind you, I started him on episode one and I my last recording was episode seven. So I was like, okay, bitch, we got seven hours to figure this out, right? Yeah. So because on episode seven, Aaron decides to take over my dating app. So Henry would know it wasn't me. But like the crazy thing is when Aaron gave Henry my phone number, he was at the gym and he was literally working out listening to the podcast. And I was like, I think you and I had, like when you first told me, you told him to listen. I think I was like, oh, cool. That's so nice that he was like, I'm going to listen. And then I think both of us text each the other epiphany. at the same time. Like, oh shit, oh, episode my God. seven, take it down. <laughs> take it down. We're going to we're gonna corrupt him before he gets here. I know. So we're still talking. We're, we're still you? texting a little bit. Okay. Jen was like, have you seen him without his hat on? And I was like, no, because hat you messed fish him. is a real thing. I, yeah, that's was, why also I yeah. avoided her hats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was very interesting. Okay, so we had made plans to meet up right before I had gotten home from Northern California from work. And I had like less than 24 hours before I was supposed to go to Mexico City. So I still needed to unpack and repack and all of that. And I was a little stressed out about that. And he wanted to meet up. But he kept asking to meet up at this place that didn't exist. And I only knew that because I tried to Google it and it wasn't popping up. And so I asked Zara about it. I was like, you know, he says he wants to meet at George's and Redondo. She hadn't heard of it. It was just all very weird. And then I don't know. I just had, I was like reading. You had re that gut. I was. Feeling. And I was rereading our text. And men don't text like this. But he had said like, hey, and he wrote it like, H E Y Y Y Y Y Y Y. Hey. So he had done that, and I was like, I am texting with a girl right now. So then I made Jen call him and block her number. And she did. And she said it was legit. Jen has no shame, Sally. Like, I love Jen. So Jen calls and tells me, you know what? That voicemail sounds like a sexy black man. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's good. Why is Aaron panicking? 
okay, well, maybe because the place he's setting her up to go to it is like George's real. dungeon where you get sex trafficked and locked to a chair, okay, but also which listen, is a real fear of mine. But also listen to this. So he told me he lives in like West Hollywood or something. Okay. Yes, West Hollywood. He, he lives far. So, so he, he might be gay. So my hey, <laughs> maybe that's why he spells it like that. But you know what? He was willing to drive. Okay, he had a deposition, so he and he thought it would be done early, but it didn't get done till like seven or seven thirty. I also just thought to myself, okay, so he's gonna get off work. He's going to drive all the way from West Hollywood to Redondo, <laughs> which is gonna be what. And at least an hour. At least an hour coming from the west side, right? of course. And then I already said I didn't really want to be out that late because I was leaving to go to Mexico. Mexico yes. And so. So I- let's, just, let's just wrap this up and say date one with Henry, fail. Fail. Epic Complete fail. Complete fail. And then I went to Mexico and, and I was. And she met Pepe and she wanted to stay. <laughs> She was in a mariachi band. I did join a mariachi band. I had a great time in Mexico. It was <laughs> such an experience. But she is back from Mexico, right? So I'm, I'm while she's in Mexico. You were still busy. I'm. Oh yeah, I'm still working. But I know I'm in Vegas for a work trip. Oh my god! And I'm like, I don't know, two sheets to the wind. I'm a little buzzed. The epiphany hits me. Right, I'm sitting next to my manager. My manager's name is Zach. And he's 34, 35, something like that. Good looking and successful. Has kids though. And his kids are his life. And I, and I love that about him. But I'm like, Zach and Aaron could totally make this happen. <laughs> so I text her and I'm like, bitch, I'm at a bar. And I just met somebody at a bar. I uh-huh. think that'd be perfect for you. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, he's a white guy. You know, gave her a little bit of stats. And I give him her phone number. He does. And, yeah. and you know what the cool thing is? Is that he stepped up to the plate and actually text and he made it happen, right? So they text all night long. And we then, did, yeah. And then through their conversation about three hours in, he fucking throws me under the bus. Like he should have asked a bitch if I was wearing black because I was getting tire marks <laughs> front, back, sideways. That bus went forward, reverse. <laughs> it went everywhere. So he straight told her. So there's all these parallels, right? And I'm going to I'm gonna stir your thunder really quick. So they started realizing. So Erin is like a very smart woman because when the text message came through, Zach's photo showed up in yeah. her text message. And I was like, that's strange. Like Those Aaron little just circles met this- up at the top. Yeah. I was like, Erin just met this guy at the bar and he's got a photo of him. I thought, but, I mean, it was very small. Well, he, like, because I out. gave him my number first and asked if he was gay. And if you're not, call this number. And it was yours. That's no... <laughs> No, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but so all these parallels. So Aaron starts putting two and two together that he's in the auto industry. He's in Vegas mm-hmm. with me for an auto show. So like I was there for the a, a national event. And so we're going back and forth and come to find out he tells her, oh, by the way, I'm Aaron's boss, but I don't like calling myself boss. So I call <laughs> yeah, him my colleague. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, and it was like so funny. He didn't want to like own up to the fact that he was like your boss. Well, because so I told him the situation like before I, what I told you. I let him read the text messages I told you. So yeah, you also showed him a picture of me. I did. I did. I did. Well, mind you, she was taking a nap and she had her boobs out and she was in pasties. And Zara's like staring at these pasties like, mm, girl, <laughs> she's, not. <laughs> she's not. I'm just fucking with you. But Zara's in the bed with her next to her. Um, and Aaron's topless with... Well, she had a dress on. She just pulled it down because the girls needed to breathe. But she had paces <laughs> I was probably on. super sweaty or something. I don't know. No, even... we were hammered. We were in okay. New Orleans for the red dress run. And it was like 100 degrees in August. And 
It's just fucking hot. So she took her, mm-hmm. her top off. It is what it is. No and you big deal. happen to catch it on film. I got lots of photos because they're oh, good Lord. boobs. So I'm I'm showing one of my colleagues our photos from Red Dress Run, and I scrolled one too many, and Aaron's photo was there. And then Zach's looking at, at the <laughs> same feed, and he's like, Who whose are those? I go, Aaron, here's your phone number. And <laughs> So that's how that happened. But I kind of lied to Aaron and told her I met this guy at the bar. I know. It and was she- pretty funny, though. And then when it, I was like, holy shit. Then I was like, oh, God, I got to, like, play this out because Aaron needs a raise. And, like, I'm not going to be the bitch that, like, doesn't have this, like, fall through. You know what I mean? I was like, I got to help a sister out. So it, it, it went nowhere. Let's just say that. And yeah, I mean, but he was nice. and He's a nice guy. He like, said, let's get a drink when you guys are back in town. But I he, didn't know he didn't drink. He'll get us, but he'll buy you a drink because he's a sweetheart. So he's just a good dude. So nonetheless, that was date two failed. <laughs> Number two failed. Number two failed. But mama didn't raise a quitter. So she went yeah. back to work on that app. So here I am working it out, working it out. And I was like, okay, this decent looking, not sexy, decent looking, Middle Eastern guy. Now, mind you, his name is Mo. And Aaron doesn't put two and two together. I'm like, who the fuck names their kid Mo? That's like a real name. So it's Mohammed. I didn't and he's Middle know. Eastern. I hadn't seen his profile. It was a full on blind date. And again, my biggest regret is that we did not take a photo of this profile. So I could have told her like, hey, this is who you're looking for, right? Yeah. Like total, total fail on my Mm. end. But mind you, this was all kind of stumbled together over the last two weeks. So yeah, I mean, getting to the actual date with a limited schedule is is hard. It's challenging. So I realized, oh shit, you know, I miss Mo's text. So I write him back and then... I think he asked me out and I couldn't do it. And then he might have like responded again later. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be in Mexico City. So this was very random. So Friday, he messaged me again. He asked how Mexico was. I said it was great. And he said, would you like to grab a drink tonight? And I was like, yep, I'm doing it. Like, here I go. Content number one. (laughs) Put us on the map, my friend. We are on the map. And so he picked the place. Of course, he picked a place that was two minutes from his house. And it, oh, I, I didn't put two and two together till right now, actually. Yeah. But I didn't complain about it because I knew I needed to go on the date so we could talk about something on the pod. But also I thought to myself, well, I've been putting all these rules out there with distance and this, that, and the other. And I thought, screw it. So where? So he lives in downtown LA. So yes. Aaron had to go from Redondo to downtown LA. Uh-huh. Although on the map, for those of you guys who don't live in the area, is about 11 miles away. Right. But it's an hour, at least an mm-hmm. hour car ride. Yeah. One way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the date happens. Mm-hmm. She goes to L.A. I go to L.A. I take it very seriously. So I've never seen the man before. I get fully ready. You know, I... Weave I, in, nails I, I had my weave in. My nails wax. were fresh. You never I had know just, what's going to happen. I just waxed. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I put forth the effort and like I looked like, you know, I was ready to go out. I wore heels. um, I wore like a nice top with some jeans and, you know, a little jacket because it was kind of cold out. I had the 68 degrees. (laughs) For those of you guys from the Midwest, that's cold (laughs) in California, motherfuckers. (laughs) I even had fur on my jacket. That's how cold I was. Mm. Um, I had a really great conversation with both my Uber drivers that night. God. I am both my Uber drivers were young black men. Oh, so she was thirsty. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I wasn't attracted to them, 
but I was picking their brain. Like, so I was very open. So I let the Uber, the first Uber driver on the way there, I'm like, going for a date. Yes, I'm going for a date. It's a blind date. Told him the whole drill, how you matched him. Like, he thought it was great. He was so sweetie. He was like, give me the name of your podcast. I'm going to tune in and listen to see what happens. Yeah. And it, like, honestly, when we pulled up to the bar, I told the guy, I was like, I could actually just ride around with you all night because our conversation was like that good. He had substance. Yeah. Which is and, nice. it, and it was just fun. He was just a nice person. And so, but I kind of also knew that with that tone, my night was going to go well. And so the bar, the so uh, starting off on the right foot, right foot. And the bouncer was super cool and funny. Now, mind you, Aaron has a fake leg and her left foot's <laughs> missing. So the only thing we put forward is her right foot. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Lies. <laughs> Oh my God. But I do think the guy, the bouncer might've been like, oh, interesting choice. Like when I pulled up and not to say that there weren't like a lot of white women inside, but there weren't as many. Like it was definitely very culturally diverse. Okay. And, um, good catch. Yeah. And and maybe like my, like how I was dressed was a little different than others, but you know, you get inside, there was a live DJ. Mind you, that DJ was amazing. He was only playing like nineties, like hip hop, which I love and like know all the lyrics. So I was like in hog heaven. I felt like I was on an episode of save the last dance. And I was like, Julia Stiles and I was like living in the moment. Not mad at this. Yeah, me neither. So, okay, so I get inside it and I'm texting Mo. I'm like, hey, I'm here. And he's like, me too. Of course, I don't know who to go to in the bar. She don't know what he looks like. I don't know what he looks like. And none of us screenshotted this. So this is lesson learned. Yeah, I'm so mad that we didn't do that. So he, so he obviously knows what I look like though. So eventually he came up to me and then I gave him a hug, you know, so just to describe him, uh, clean cut, had a black like button down on, very low button. So there was a lot of chest showing. There was. Now mind you, she thinks Mo is a white guy. I didn't know. So, <laughs> I didn't so know. Mohammed is a typical Persian. He was Persian. P- typical Persian with with the. I mean, literally, the last button is buttoned below his chest, his nipples, right? Yeah. So it's open. Like chest is yes. like everything. Uh-huh. He's serving it exactly. And okay. he was wearing um, like fitted black jeans, so black on black, and then he had on like um, Gucci Gucci belt. belt of course sure. he did. Yeah. And it was like yeah, LA. it looked like he just polished it. Now, mind you, Mohammed is a aerospace engineer. Uh-huh. And has a second job. So I'm not setting her up with some random. Like this is, a, is he's a legit guy of substance. Right. Which is fun. Yes. So I mean, it, he, yeah, he wasn't, I, w- I didn't look at him and I wasn't like, oh my God, he's so hot. But I also, it, he was attractive. He wasn't gross. Yeah. 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 And so. And he wasn't trying to sell you like a car or something <laughs> weird. Like, no. Okay. Mind you, we both work in the auto industry, so we get it. So yeah, for those we, of you guys who live in this industry, it's fucking funny and just laugh and don't be so racist. We, we did. Like, <laughs> So Mo suggests we go sit down in the library bar has books on the back wall it's and then like two, two big couches <laughs> that you can go and you can sit on. So Mo walks up to a group of all black people, men and women, and basically goes, hey, there's like a little spot on in the back corner. He's like, there? can we sit there? Which I thought was cool. Like he was ballsy enough to go do that. And of course, he's leaving me and like my element. So to, well, he goes back to the bar to get us a drink. So I thought that was very 
brave of him. He didn't know, though. So we look at the menu really briefly, and we each pick a drink. Mind you, he did tell me he had already taken a couple shots before we got there, and I thought that was a little bit of a red flag. So I asked him if he was nervous, and he said, well, yeah, you know, sometimes dates aren't what they're meant to be, which led us down a path where we both talked about our worst dates. So during this conversation, I don't know how it comes up, but he tells me that he has spent $10,000 on laser hair removal over oh, the years. beautiful. Yeah. Right so, up your alley. Yeah. So no hair on his hands, no hair on his arms. I like kind of touch it or whatever, you know. He, and mind you, he's drinking an IPA and also a double Grey Goose on the rocks. So he wasn't messing he's around. He's double fisted. Yeah. He's, he was... He wasn't, he's that nervous. You're he's scaring that, yeah, him. I don't know why, it, but I wasn't nervous at all. I had zero expectations. I did not have a drink before I left. I just was like, whatever it is, what it is. But like kind of no offense, the the best moments of the night were when he got up to go to the bar to get another drink for me. And she texted me. And I was texting you. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was texting you. And I was also enjoying the people around me. So I definitely made a lot of friends in the bar. There was this really nice couple. They were on their second date, two sweet Asian sweet. people. They were not. It was their <laughs> second date. I didn't even think they spoke English at first. But then I, like, oh. they, I mean, they were so cute, Asian, like these Asian people. And then there was this black man who was gay. And then there were a lot of really attractive men there. And then, okay, if you can so the library is where we're going back. We're going back there. So, anyways, so Mo lives in a, um, Mo lives in a high rise. Double wide? Oh. No, in a high rise in downtown. And that must be like a selling point. Like, he must pull a lot of women from like that place because he kept view. yeah so he kept saying like oh so how long were you up there ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay let's get through the date sorry she never went up there i did not go no <laughs> i did not leave that bar so i don't know the date was funny so probably the point where i kind of knew like it wasn't for me we started talking about the worst dates our worst you guys dates. Have been on. Mm-hmm. so i don't know your worst date but let's talk about Mo's worst date and how he spoke to you about that. Okay. So Mo matches with a girl on Tinder. Okay. okay. Which is a, a hookup app, a hook right? App. And she lives in West Hollywood. And he says they talked back and forth about meeting at a bar. But she said, well, why don't you come over here instead? And so Mo goes over to her house. And oh, he the brings power of pussy. My and, God, that's a real thing. Okay. Mm-hmm, and he brings a bottle of Grey Goose. And... You know, gets to the kitchen, whatever, and he described her as being, like, really beautiful girl, like, you know, outgoing, whatever, and she immediately poured drinks for the both of them. They drink, like, about a half a bottle of Grey Goose, and then... They're getting lucky at this point. Yeah, so then he was like, okay, like, let's take this to the The bedroom. bedroom. They get to the bedroom. Her husband's in there. No. Her girlfriend. He puts his hand... Down her pants. And it's a man. It's a man. Uh-huh. I would have just bent her over and just had fun with that asshole. <laughs> like <laughs> really? Did he get scared? Oh yeah. He was but mad. He so, was really mad. But transsexual people, in all fairness, need to disclose that up front. I agree. Hundred percent. I, I totally agree. If you're gonna piss somebody off, especially if they're being led by horniness and mm-hmm. that that emotion. If they get there and they think they're going to get some and all of a sudden you're a man or a woman on the flip side, either or, you put yourself in a very volatile place because you're already naked, for lack of a better term, Mm -hmm. and the opportunity for violence is high. 
Yeah. Like, if not death, like, some people will snap mm. and, and, like, kill you. Yeah. So, well, he obviously was, sh- like, not happy about it. But shame on her. Yeah. So he said he didn't see an Adam's apple because um, I asked. And I she probably like, had breast. Like, like yeah. l- l- legit had a boob job. Yeah. She, she definitely was. Like a woman, all except for there. Um, the but you know, matters. but okay. you know, like also, like I'm like trying to talk to Mo about this, saying like you know. You say Mo as if that's not his real name. His name is Mo, you guys. That's all I know. I'm assuming his name is Mohammed. Just so you whatever. Know. I mean, the guy I went on a date with, so I just had to say to him, you know, that's probably why you don't match with a person at hello and then go straight to their house. Like I just don't think, like it's just not safe. Like if I went, if I met a guy and I went straight to his house, I would kind of. Expect to get locked in his dungeon and you probably wouldn't hear from me again true story that's was some of my fears that's why i was like very cautious of the people I yeah screamed. you just don't know who you're talking to so anyway so he tells me that story and so i don't know i i found all of that very interesting i also kind of felt that mo was just kind of interested in getting me to go back to his place which 100%. i wasn't in to at it's all because he kept offering to go buy more drinks now what mo didn't realize is she has a hollow fucking leg i do and she and, doesn't get drunk easy <laughs> no and i also had eaten before i came because i knew we weren't so going to dinner so i was fine i mean so i had the aperol drink and then i switched over to this amazing like hibiscus vodka whatever and i had three of those and mind you they weren't cheap so my drinks were probably about like 23 dollars a pop and i had four and then his i I mean, like I told you, he was like double fisting and he was also sweating a little bit. Yeah. But, but that's a sweats. lot on a first date. So Especially with no pussy. I wasn't having a bad time. I was having a good time. Like he would be like, I literally said to him, I said, I don't think we're a match, which he didn't like. And he was like, why? And I said, fundamentally, I just don't. And he's like, name a fundamental. And I guess maybe I don't know the meaning of the word fundamental because I said, well, one, you don't like football and you're. Two, you're not black. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't in my head, but he is from Boston. And I was like, oh God. So if he did like football, it would be the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. And, and I was like, no, guess thank what you. what we're going to do? Go out back and fight each other because this is not Yeah. Work. I was like, no, it's, Fun- it's. No, no. You have the right, the right understanding of what fundamental means. Yeah. And then I said, also, I said he had made a comment that he didn't think like beach living was like all that it's cracked up to be. And I had told him. No, mind well, you, she lives like less than a mile from the beach. And I told him, I was like, I just bought a house near the beach and I really enjoy living over here, you know? So like there were things like that that I was just picking up in conversation and I was kind of like thinking like, do we align in these roles? You know what I mean? You didn't. Yeah, we didn't. And that's fine. And and there's also the sweat factor, right? Because mind you, he's a hairless cat, which is interesting (laughs) because most Middle Eastern I've ever ever met are are traditionally naturally hairy and it is what it is. But the reality of it is just bad, mm. bad, bad, bad. Because happens if he didn't like, honestly, take the hair off of his ass. Oh my god, Aaron! Like, <laughs> I did not. You would have been grossed out. I would have been grossed out, but I don't know that I'm like even. I didn't went even there. You want didn't go there. So you like, looked at him as 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 a very friendly player, right? And totally. You, like I actually said to him, and maybe this is like one reason I'm really bad at dating too. But like once I realized. I wanted to be, I didn't want to leave anything up to the imagination. I wanted to be very straightforward because I didn't want him to think I was using him for drinks, which is another thing. Like, yes, I like the guy to pay because it shows initiative. But once you know that you're not a match and that 
You, I don't want to take advantage. Own, you pick up your I don't want to take advantage. Yeah. But I was not asking for more drinks. He was offering to go get more drinks, which is where I think his backup plan was like he was going to get me drunk and then whatever, which didn't work at all. Because she wasn't uh, drunk. <laughs> right. But but I, I did say to him, I, I said like, hey, that girl over there, she's really cute. Do you want to go talk to her? Like I did offer. Oh, you offered her up or him well, up. Yeah, yeah. Like if you – like I wanted him to enjoy himself too. Like I knew I was leaving there by myself that night. I knew that that bar has great potential and I will definitely be back. Like it kind of gave me hope. Like – and I will say downtown, whoever Do told us to page? go – No. <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Hope. <laughs> we do love you, Hope. Hope, we do love you. Hope, and I will I will say for the record that Hope told me that I should continue to let you work my dating apps because you know better. I will say- But it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And, and it, for me, you know, what, you know what it did for me? It was like I was zero invested. So it almost so made it, it was, better. It was a clean date. Ultimately. It was a clean date. Now, here for, the, for everyone listening and been waiting for this update. So she went on the date and it failed. Mm-hmm. But here's 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 the best part about this, and I and I maybe I, I I look at this very superficially, but she found a bar where all the hot black guys are at, and and now now we're gonna be able to go back there, the three of us, my husband Josh, myself, and you, and probably Angel and Gerard, and me and Josh and Angel and Gerard will go do our own thing, while we mingle you throughout the crowd because. I think we found kind of a little watering hole that that makes sense, and it's for sixty dollars or let's say seventy dollars round trip. Yeah, it's might not be that worth bad. The, it. Might be worth the investment. Yeah, I, I I will say somebody had just said this. I don't know if it was Zara, you or maybe it was Angel who said, you know, setting the parameters is not a good thing. And I went outside the oh, bubble. It was Angel, was it Angel? Hundred percent. And I went outside the bubble, and I went to this fun bar that had great music. It had a different set of people. It was. Good people watching, and it, and it was just it and was just fun. fun, and it was good people, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like it was like a predominantly African American bar. No. It just so happened to be a very cultural diverse bar. Yeah, that happened to have very sexy black men inside. It there. totally. So when it was time to kind of go, so we were there a long time. So I met Mo at nine o'clock. Now, did you go back to the penthouse? Did you go no back to his car? No, I was very assertive. So I practiced a lot of things that night for myself. Okay, because. So I will say, before I made the determination of whether or not we were a match, I did let him kiss me. Okay. It wasn't a horrible kiss, but it also I, it also wasn't like, oh my God, like that sealed the deal yeah. for me and now I'm going in this path. It was very much like, oh, okay. Friendly kiss. Yeah, almost. friendly kiss. And, and that's where I think I thought like, this guy isn't a bad dude, you know? Like I Just think- He's not right for you. He's not right for me. His priorities may be a little whack, you know? But at the same time, he was a gentleman. Like, you know, he he got us a spot on the couch. He very much made sure I was comfortable. And he didn't bitch the about drinks. the bar tub at the end. Like. <laughs> Not at like, all. Not at all. And you see that. Unfortunately, yeah. I've seen it at bars myself where the guy will take a woman out for, for their first date, buy the drinks, and then it doesn't work out. And he's like, you owe me half. Right, right. Which was, which was hats off to you, Mo, if you're listening. Like, you're yeah. not a bad guy. I will guy. say he did delete me very quickly because – so I, I left there about 1.30. So that's the deal. So I, call, I called the Uber and I told him. I said, hey, my lift's on the way. I mean, he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, I called my lift. Like, it's going to be here in three minutes. You took minutes. control of it. I Good did. for you. And because I didn't want to get down that path and, and because that's not going in the direction of my goals, nor is it something I want to exchange with him. Like, no. I'm a lady. Yeah, I'm a yeah. lady. I <laughs> gotcha. A classy lady. I, I took my lift home. I had another amazing driver 
young black man who was so sweet. So we talked all about it. And, and he spent the night, right? No. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he, Wrong guy. He has a two-year-old <laughs> little girl. And he met his his wife when he was um, in his 20s. Oh, so that's a true love story. Yeah. That's and awesome. It, okay. And he was out I'm there hustling, driving, you know, for... Paying bills. Yeah. Yeah, a exactly. Two-year-old to pay and, for. and then we had just had this very fascinating conversation about how love isn't really like this fairy tale. It's like this messy, like... You know, at the like nothing kind of goes right, but then at the end of the day, that's the person that you want to be with I agree and you with want that. by your side. So I get home at two or whatever, you know, because it was yeah. about a half hour right at that time of night, you know, fully went to bed and woke up the next day and was going to look at Mo's profile and he had deleted me. So don't, don't, don't. So we're back at square one. You guys, but I mean, we fucking gave it a good whack though. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm proud of our efforts and mm-hmm. it worked out well. And I, the struggle's real and straight dating is tough it's fucking tough like Mm -hmm. the way that men treat women or expect women to be obedient is very evident in in real life on the dating apps and it sucks yeah i mean honestly it sucks Mm -hmm. it was a great experience and it was a lot of work but at the end of the day we got the date done we did and it failed so (laughs) date three failure failure but you know what we gave it a good fucking whack and i can't be mad at that me neither so it wasn't love at first hairless chest can you believe he spent ten thousand dollars on laser hair removal money well spent (laughs) but i really dug this experience i am so glad we did this and if you're single i'd highly recommend letting a friend take over your dating app for a week or two it removes all emotion and it allows you to go into the scenario with zero expectations that part was amazing and i suppose there's only like a select few of you out there who might be cool with somebody taking over your dating app because I get it, you have to relinquish all control, you have to have ultimate trust in your friend, but I trusted A.A. Ron. I know he has my best intentions in mind and I truly went on a blind date and I'd say without a shadow of a doubt, I would do it again. I think dating in itself is a good practice because once you find that match, there's a whole other slew of things that come into the mix. So better to practice your non-negotiables now and how you'd handle yourself in these situations before you catch feelings. That's my uh, take on the situation. Anyways, thanks for tuning into your Such a Catch. I can't wait to hear your feedback on my date, this experiment, and how A.A. Ron did. Next time, I will make sure we screenshot the guy so you have a visual. That was like the biggest bummer of it all. I just had no idea he was going to delete me so quickly. I should have been quicker. I should have screenshotted it once I got into Uber. If you want to check out some of the other matches Aaron made and the combos he had, I've posted them on my Instagram story at your such a catch. I will also add them to the Team Tequila highlight reel so you can access them at any time. And with Thanksgiving right around the corner, I hope everybody has a wonderful one. I have so much to be thankful for, not just this week, but every day. And I'm thankful for you, those of you who tuned in to listen to this episode. Safe travels to you. Get all the Black Friday deals. Don't forget to turn those scales back 10 pounds this week and tune in every Tuesday to hear the latest in my stagnant love life. (laughs) Adios, amigos.